Welcome to Relationship Workout for Men, a podcast dedicated to helping men be intentional in choosing a better partner and being a better partner for the person they choose. Season 14, Episode 10, Find a Creative Resolution. In the previous episode, we discussed how to be more effective in listening to your partner's story and expressing yours. Next, we turn our attention to discussing Relationship Workout Communication Skill Number 9, Find a Creative Resolution. By this skill, all the information is on the table. Now it's time to become creative and come up with some ideas on how to resolve the issue fairly. This topic will be covered in detail in Season 17, Focus, but here are 10 solved fundamentals to consider helping you to find a creative resolution to an issue on the table. Solve fundamental number one, stuckness. For starters, when you're faced with a difficult issue, you can feel extremely stuck. You want one thing, she wants another. It's important to realize, however, that this is not a place to be feared, but rather a place to cherish. After all, as the saying goes, necessity is the mother of invention. It's from this place of feeling stuck that you're given the opportunity to let your creative juices flow. A key to enabling your creativity to shine is to get into what's called beginner's mind. This means you clear every and all negative and prejudged thoughts from your head. If your mind is spinning on something negative, you won't have the space or attention to come up with an out-of-the-box idea that might prove a valuable part of the resolution answer. Beginner's mind means you flush all preconceived ideas. If all you can think about is how you're right, then you'll have no space to get your thoughts rolling down another more balanced and fruitful path. You already have the answer firmly planted in your thoughts. This is why it's so important to maintain peace of mind as described throughout season two, The Mind. When you lose it over to a demon, you let the demon control your thoughts. And when a demon controls your thoughts, it can be impossible to get unstuck. Solve fundamental number two, fishing for facts. Once you've cleared your thoughts, the next step is to fish for facts that might prove beneficial. The challenge here is there are an infinite number of potential facts and the helpful ones while they don't just simply jump into your boat on their own. That said, here are four areas that can help you be more effective in fishing for facts. One, let go of any expectations of how things are supposed to be. If the only facts you consider are the ones that support this expectation, then you'll stay stuck. Two, get rid of any subject-object thinking. Are any of your thoughts stuck with one of you as the subject against the other as the object? For instance, if you're blaming her for being somehow bad, then she's the villain, subject, and you are the victim, object. Likewise, name-calling is subject-object thinking. For example, calling her a bitch translates into you saying you're superior, the subject, and she's subpar, the object. 3. Revaluation. If you really care for each other, then you'll both value what the other has to say regardless of how different your points of view might be. 4. Show respect and trust. A key to valuing each other is having mutual respect and trust. Without this, your ability to value each other gets diminished. Next, it's important to think functionally. So solve fundamental number 3. Functional thinking. When we stop thinking in terms of subjects and objects and instead value, respect, and trust each other, then we start asking functional questions around an issue. In other words, we become less interested in what something or someone is, in other words, subject-object thinking, and much more interest in what something 
or someone does functional thinking. For example, let's say you have a wild, passionate night of unprotected sex. Early the next morning, you wake up and suddenly think, oh my God, what if, what if I got her pregnant? A streak of fear flows through your veins. If you're thinking in terms of subjects and objects, then in your thoughts, you might start immediately blaming her for allowing the unprotected sex to occur. Perhaps your thinking might even migrate to thoughts that she's trying to get pregnant, creating a huge surge of anger. She's the villain and you're the victim. If you take these thoughts and feelings into your conversation with her, then she will probably feel a high level of hostility coming from you, which might trigger her. And before you know it, you're both playing the blame game instead of coming up with solutions. However, if you can get yourself into beginner's mind, letting go of those anxiety and anger-driven thoughts, well then you'll put yourself in a place where you can start fishing for facts. And as you start fishing for facts, your thinking will turn functional. For instance, you'll probably ask her if she knows what her menstrual cycle is and when she started her last period. You might go online looking for an ovulation calculator as you learn more details around ovulation. Fishing for facts in this scenario might lead you to discuss or discover that there are ovulation tests that would provide additional information. Perhaps ultimately, you both decide there's nothing to worry about or that she should go take the morning after pill. The point is, you'll gather as many facts as possible working together, ultimately enabling you both to feel as comfortable as possible with the ultimate outcome of the issue. Solve fundamental number four, gumption. Of course, not all fact-finding and creative problem-solving can happen in the span of minutes. Sometimes it can take months and maybe years to figure out what's really plaguing your relationship and to come up with the proper changes. This is where gumption comes in. Gumption is about maintaining the curiosity, commitment, and caring required to weather the long-haul issues. Even during the lowest of times, you don't give up. Rather, you persevere, fueling patience through your higher realization that the relationship is worth it. Ironically, when you finally figure an issue out, you'll probably discover that the solution was right in front of you the entire time. Solutions are generally simple when you finally know what they are. It's often the journey to discovering just the right mix of facts and creative inspiration that can challenge us to stay the course and not give up. Solve fundamental number five, reframe blaming, absolute, and judging statements. Of course, it's easier said than done to not take things personally, maintain gumption, stay in the beginner's mind, and openly fish for helpful facts. This is especially true if you're feeling unjustly attacked by a person you have feelings for. However, the defensive, protect myself at all costs approach runs the risk of only making things worse. A better approach is to reframe hostile statements. To reframe involves translating and redirecting statements that could potentially take the conversation sideways into a more constructive, healthier direction. For instance, reframe, I know the absolute truth, to, well, we have different stories. She says, I'm right, you're wrong, you reframe, by saying something like, I want to understand your story, I'd like to share mine with you. Reframe accusations to intentions. She says something like, you really hurt me. You reframe by saying something like, I hear that you feel hurt. That was not my intention. Can I tell you what my intentions were? Reframe blame to shared contributions. She says something like, it's all your fault. You reframe by saying something like, I'm sure I contributed something to the issue. However, can we talk about how we both may have contributed to what's bothering us? 
reframe judgment to discussing feelings. She says something like, well, that was really stupid of you to do. You reframe by saying something like, I can see you feel really strongly about this. Can you tell me more about how you feel? Reframe identity bashing statements to issue focused ones. She says something like, well, you're such an ass. You reframe by saying something like, well, I don't think either one of us are terrible people, but there's definitely an issue here that needs solving. I invite you to try to resolve it with me. Solve fundamental number six, continue to listen even when you're problem solving. Sometimes when our thoughts are in full-fledged problem-solving mode, we can forget that we still need to listen. After all, you never know when a new nugget of information might be expressed. And in any case, make sure she continues to feel heard. Be stubborn about really understanding what she wants to share. And the same goes for her. Solve fundamental number seven, call out what is making the conversation difficult. No matter how well you reframe and listen, there very well may be times when the conversation keeps going south. As a last resort, call a spade a spade. If she continues to blame you, let her know that constant blaming is not helping to move the conversation forward. If she continues to interrupt you, ask her to agree to let you finish your thoughts. Oftentimes, the other person doesn't know how his or her behavior is disrupting the conversation. And if at that moment she really doesn't care about how she's acting, then execute a timeout until you both are in a more caring place. Otherwise, you run the risk of deflating your gumption quota to a point where you really won't care anymore. She may, she may just be having a really bad day and you may be calling it quits prematurely. Solve fundamental number eight, take the lead in the conversation. You may be stepping up your communication game into some true strength but she may still have a ways to go. If this is the case, then don't be shy. Take a leadership role and help direct the conversation without turning into a my way or the wrong way dictator. Leverage the material and relationship workout. For instance, remember the goal is to resolve the issue so you two can go back to having fun together. Solve fundamental number nine, gather all the facts and test perceptions and hypotheses. Make sure you're both on the same page. It takes two to tango, which means ultimately you will have to agree on the final resolution together. Here are six things you can do to help make sure you've gathered all the information helpful in understanding and resolving the issue. One, test assumptions. Often disagreements occur because a person's story includes some assumptions, well, that may or may not be accurate. Be creative in devising a way to put assumptions to the test. By proving the assumption to be accurate or inaccurate, you might remove a serious barrier to issue resolution. Two, question premature hypothesis. Just as no one likes premature ejaculation, no one really likes premature hypothesis either. We're all human. No doubt there'll be times when you think you know all the answers to what's causing the problem and the most appropriate solution prior to having an open conversation with your partner. This can happen, for instance, when you believe your partner to be completely to blame. But when this happens, ideas can get very rigid as you can think you already know the whole truth. In the long run, it may turn out that you were 100% correct. However, resist the inflexibility. Share your conclusions, but still stay open to your conclusions being not completely correct. In other words, take your time to explore the issue's various facets with your partner before delivering your final answer. Three, state what still doesn't make sense to you. 
Don't be shy or belligerent either. If you can't get your mind wrapped around what she has to say, keep asking questions. Remember, her story makes sense to her. Your task is to keep probing until her perspective finally makes sense to you, even if you don't agree with her conclusions or it's finally revealed that she hasn't been completely honest with you. Four, let her know what compromise would work for you. Don't play games. If there is a solution that you think would work for you, and potentially her, well, then put it on the table. Don't make her guess. A relationship is not a negotiation, it's a partnership. Five, ask her what compromise might work for her. Give her the space and encouragement to brainstorm possible compromises that might work for her. And six, ask for her advice on how to move the conversation forward. If you're feeling especially stuck, well, ask her what she would do if she were in your shoes. Solve fundamental number 10, combine an openness for compromise with creativity. At times, resolution will be about clearing up ambiguity. Other times, resolution will require both parties to give up something in the spirit of partnership. Flexibility and compromise are true testaments that your relationship can take priority over any particular issue or need. What do you think about this idea is a much stronger play than you're lucky to be with me and should just do it my way. Also, don't be shy about putting creative options on the table. You never know what will stick until you try. Likewise, don't dismiss her creative offers either. Both people need to feel safe sharing creative ideas even if most of them won't end up being incorporated into the final solution. Of course, you must also keep yourself open to the potential that you two will not be able to resolve the issue. If this happens, then consider your alternatives. If the issue involves a deal breaker for one or both of you, well, then you may indeed ultimately have to choose to walk. However, before it goes that far, ask yourself if the issue is more important to you than the relationship itself. If not, well, then you may simply need to decide to let the issue go. Don't forget that you may need time to resolve the issue. The big issues often don't get resolved in one short conversation. It may take many conversations over an extended period of time to figure things out. Be patient, maintain your gumption. It will be well worth the effort if the result is having love, happiness, and fun with a partner that cares for you. As a side note, these are the times when you can show each other true commitment to relationship excellence and being the strongest partners possible for each other. In other words, even through adversity, you stuck together. And quite honestly, that can be powerful stuff. Okay, so that wraps up relationship workout communication skill number nine, find a creative resolution. Next, we turn our attention to relationship workout communication skill number 10, keep your commitments the topic of our next episode.